Welcome back to Domance Dawn. I'm Luke. He, him, sometimes they, them, as a treat, and I'm joined by my co-host. Me, Janine. I use she, they pronouns. And Domance Dawn is a podcast where we are recapping One Piece via the anime and looking at contemporary Simpsons episodes based on the Japanese releases of the One Piece episodes and, uh... Can I tell you something, Janine? Tell me something. Actually, I could change it at this point. Uh, last episode, at least on the initial... Oh, wait, no, no, that was episode 25. Never mind. Oh, I... Oh, fuck. Fuck. Do you want to start fresh? No, I don't, because I am just a miserable pile of failures. Can I hear you say failures? Can I hear you say failures? Failures. 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 There's a reason why we have a funny little section of our podcast dedicated all for those moments of dough, also known as... Also known as domants. Domants, yes. Uh, I mean, I feel like embracing the failure, finding the fun in it is so much better than getting incredibly anxious about it. Or, like, feeling bad about it. Um, I was going to say, yeah, we are now back to using the old theme song because on the last episode that I had edited which would have been episode 26 because time is screwy um i had realized that i had been using the bad alternate theme song that i did and it was like wait how long have i been using that one but then it was like oh wait well the episode i basically got myself confused it's another late night recording it's been a long day i walked over 11 and a half miles Join me in playing Pikmin Bloom. Also, Luke had just recently woken up from a nap, so... Not everything's all awake right yet. No, that was like an hour and a half ago. I had like three more episodes of Ash vs. the Evil Dead to finish. I appreciate you trying to take a shot for me, but damn it, I'm the human shield. Uh, but yes, uh, as I am the Sin Eater on this show, and as we are back to having contemporary Simpsons to cover, uh, this week on Domance Dawn, we are going to be, co- uh, we are going to be covering episodes that initially ran from October 12th through November 9th of the year 2003. New Simpsons episodes included Treehouse of Horror 14. Yeah, 14. Uh, which includes the bit where it's like the Santa Claus with the Grim Reaper. There's the one where John Frank Sr. is resurrected and steals organs, and Millhouse and Bart get the magical stopwatch. And uh, this is important because I think 
this was one of the first episodes that I talked about with Devin because he had seen it before I had. Back when we were just wee babes in middle school. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, it is fascinating that John Frank Sr. did become canon. I think that it's, um, it, the episode was very weird. First of all, I gotta, I got to say off the bat, I was able to get the Roman numeral 14, like, directly, but that's because I play a lot of Final Fantasy 14, mm-hmm. and that, that number comes up a lot inside the game, too, so even without even, like, looking at the... At the icon, I'll just see 14, like, that so much. But that... Adrian's Revenge! Sure, yeah. Is that is that the Rocky number for, from that joke? Was it Rocky No, 14? I don't believe that was actually that one. It feels like they said 8 or something. Anyway, John Frank Sr., played by Jerry Lewis, who is doing... A great job try- showing you what a Jerry Lewis impression is like by being the person it's based off of. It's so weird that they have a character interacting with him that's doing an impression of his character. Like, that just blows my mind to me. It's just, it's it's like um, Weird Al doing the parody version of a song with the original artist who is then singing the original song at the same time. You know what I mean? It would be like if Weird Al went and performed Born This Way with Lady Gaga. Yeah, except he's singing Perform This Way and she's singing Born This Way and it's happening at the same time, live. Yeah. That doubt, yeah. Did that happen at a music award at some point? I feel like it might have. I could just be imagining realities that never happened. Honestly. It wouldn't be surprising. It wouldn't. Lady Gaga seems like one of the people that would want to perform with Weird Al. And like Weird Al committed to the bit. Weird Al wore the meat dress. Weird Al did outfit changes for the video. And that was, like, at the, like, Weird Al, like, third renaissance. When he went from just being, like, oh, yeah, he's still around and White and Nerdy was good to being, like, oh, he's been around longer than almost all of the acts who he has parodied and his music is actually good and respectable. Weird Al. Weird Al. Weird Al. Weird Al. Watch Weird the Al Yankovic story. Oh, yeah. We bought a Roku specifically to watch that. Which is probably what they wanted. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I would not be surprised, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that Weird Al has buying power for someone, you know? <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, we 
you get a lot of it's it's an all right treehouse of horror at least not everything is a direct parody of things but uh the uh, other one that we had is My Mother the Carjacker, where Homer finds his mom's messages to him and helps uh, to get her acquitted. Burns uh, gets her to confess to other crimes she committed, and when Homer tries to save her, she fakes her death a second time. Which also kind of unfortunately becomes her recurring story until she actually dies in a, a few seasons. Which was more of, I feel like they didn't know what to do anymore, but I think Glenn Close is still alive, because she went and did another follow-up episode set after she had died. Huh. Yes. That's, that's strange. I mean, like, The Simpsons has very liquid continuity at some points, but mm -hmm. I feel like something as significant as the mother of a main character would be like, you know, more solidified than that. But um what I what I was really surprised about, because I actually watched these episodes and mm -hmm. they were the first time that I had watched them, is how fast they were. Like mm -hmm. you're presented with an idea and it just immediately picks it up and it, it moves to like to the to the next thing of it. It's it it's not like uh Bart's going to the box factory and there's like a whole bunch of minutes before we even get to Bart becoming prosecutor's assistant and then Bart becoming famous and yada yada. Yeah, and it, it comes at the expense, I think, of like subtle background humor that earlier Simpsons was known for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised exactly like how fast it was going because I it's it pacing is something I notice a lot, especially with modern um animated series because they're they're really fighting for our attention. If we also have our phones, I don't even think about it, and I'll start pulling my phone up. Mm -hmm. And um. No, like, it was weird. 2003 Simpsons will keep your attention in a TikTok generation. But also, it was really edgy. Like, I would think that like the late 90s would be like for the peak edge. But um, it feels like it's just like genuinely here. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by edgy. And it may just be that thing where... I've seen these episodes so many times that I don't think about it. There are subtle jokes, jabs, just like one-off asides that are pretty heavy on things like death. Mm -hmm. And um, it just kind of like felt out of place because before this I was like watching like a couple of classic simpsons episodes so the um line deliveries weren't ever so like like they would be off-handed but there was like some story reason behind it it wasn't like i don't know maybe maybe i'm just viewing the past through rose-colored glasses and it's always been mean 
or maybe like what you expect it to be like the level that you are comfortable with is not the level that it has transitioned into at this point i don't know i do feel though that once i have more of the of the simpsons episodes watched in this era because we are on season 15 now Mm -hmm. um I think I'll be able to have like a better formulated experience. Uh, this is just kind of like my knee-jerk reaction first, like first impressions. Fair enough. I, I'll be interested to see how uh, these go for you. Um, yeah, uh, new characters we have unlocked include Charlie Brown, Bart, the Grim Reaper. Actual scientist Dudley Hirschbach. Uh, the thing from the Fantastic Four Homer, Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst. Evil Knievel, Oscar de la Hoya, and Maggie's Bedroom Rat, amongst others. Uh, I also started doing live tweets while I watched, and while Frankie X still exists for the episodes, and it's like, yeah, uh, there's some other stuff that I caught that. The uh, wikis don't think that the characters are important enough to list. So, uh, look for, for my weird screen caps, and if you aren't following me, I went into lockdown mode because I'm being good, Luke said ambiguously as to what that refers to. But yeah, we also have some uh, One Piece to cover so what episodes uh we're going to be covering episodes 168 through 173 which includes the python strikes the survival game begins the life-threatening reject war demon wipers resolve fierce sky battle pirate zora versus spider brahm howling burn bazooka luffy and war demon wiper Ordeal of the Swamp, Chopper versus Priest Gidatsu. The Invincible Ability, Enel's True Nature Revealed. And uh, these felt less slow than the last time. I think Sodery just takes fucking forever. There was no reason why he should have been three episodes. Mm-hmm. Sorry will continue until morale improves. Uh, so, uh, the crew last time reunited and then split, and so we get Zoro, Luffy, Chopper, and Robin heading off together to reach the City of Gold, and immediately you see that timer counting down until they are all inevitably going to get split up and lost, and it's great. Yes, I mean, only one of them knows what directions are. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a recurring pitch. I mean, are you excited? I, I mean, yeah. 
there's there's more about that stuff that that, that happens later when the actual separation oh, does happen fair but enough, fair enough. you know i mean we do get nice bits like luffy gets a stick and chopper wants a fun stick too which is once again chopper just being a little brother the sweet small child it's in moments like these when the crew just has like just moments interact with each other that they don't know it, but they're all fighting for dominance as my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on the Going Mary, Gonfall shares how Skypea used to be a peaceful island where the Skypeans treasured anything that came up from the blue sea. Uh, that came up from the blue sea that was brought by the knockup stream and. When the upper yard got brought up, the Shandorians who lived there and the Skypians started fighting over the land. And when he became god, Gonfall tried to make peace and stop the Skypians, but Wiper was like, yeah, no, it's been a couple hundred years, buddy. <laughs> we want blood. Which is reasonable. Like, how do you make amends for genocide and land theft it really raises that question and i wasn't expecting it mm -hmm. like when anime does this kind of like using native american imagery that's usually it mm -hmm. it is just like you know just skin deep for whatever that they could be able to have for like the aesthetic so you know they could be able to have some nature-based people but uh they actually like kind of went into it um which i appreciate you know i don't think they thread the needle enough in the end i i really don't think that there was going to be able to but mm -hmm. i mean they get... try Presenting that kind of idea and that dilemma to, um, in its original broadcast, so only being presented to Japanese audiences, it's 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 an interesting concept that I think other people should be able to look at the effects of, you know, colonization. And I mean, it's not like Japan has a indigenous population in the northern part of the islands who is similarly persecuted by a government that does not consider themselves to be, uh, who does not consider that group to be equal to them. And it's not like uh, Japan itself has not done similar. Yeah, yeah to other different outside nations as well. Yeah, we have fun here on Domain's Dawn. Within six years ago, Enel came from another Sky Island and took over, enslaved Gonfall's divine warriors, and so now the Shandorians still hate everybody else who is up in their land, and the Skypeans are still afraid of Enel, and he uses that fear to control them. Also, Gonfall doesn't know what gold is. Uh, Wiper, meanwhile, decides that uh, he and his boys are going to go and risk it all to take down Enel at God Shrine. And Luffy's team encounters Nola, a giant snake that tries to eat them. And that is when they end up getting split into the forest and only Robin really 
continues to go in the right direction. Is this I, to... Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. this was probably um, a really... They all get separated for various own different reasons, but hearing their understanding of directions and how they're going to get there can just really just show like, oh, this is why you get lost all the time. I feel like I shared the story before about how my brother got half of the Boy Scout troop lost with the maps and compasses. Oh. Did I not share that on the show? Not yet, but we definitely uh, have time now. So I was in the Boy Scouts along with my brother, who's five years older than me. And uh, we went on a uh, navigation weekend where the whole thing was going to be Saturday. You're going to get maps and compasses and you have to find your way back using your navigation skills. My brother led the uh, group that he was leading outside of the park. And they ended up having to get a ride in the back of a pickup truck from a random person who lived out in the woods because they were so lost. Wow, that could have ended a lot differently. I mean, I feel like there were enough scouts there and a lot of them were pretty rowdy that if a gun was pulled, it probably wouldn't have worked out well. But yeah. Yeah, uh... So for years, my brother's navigation skills had been tainted by that experience. And uh, meanwhile, my uh, group was just like, oh, hey, they left a catapult here. Let's just chuck rocks and shit into the woods with it. It was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, getting lost is easy. And... Uh, it's a lot easier when you're a dumbass. So back on the Going Merry, Gonfall explains how people on the Cloud Islands use dials to fight, and it's called Sky Warfare. And uh, I, I think the Sky Warfare is cool, and it's also kind of a perfect example of any technology that can be used for non-warfare purposes can probably also be used for warfare purposes. Yep. I was um I was exhausted by the end of the um different dials that were all introduced because it's like, oh yeah, of course that that would work. That would also be a thing. That could also be a thing and mm -hmm. by the end of it it was just like the these are the tools. This is the world building that you could be able to use to start off another anime. I don't think you should because I think the setting was, would fall apart if you tried to push any more episodes than are probably necessary. I mean, it's not My Hero Academia where they've had like a few spinoffs now. Um, but yeah, like the dial stuff is going to keep coming back and it's going to be something that's kind of like, yeah, no, that that makes sense on how that would further advance things. Uh, Enel, meanwhile, uses his mantra 
uh, to count the people who are fighting, and estimates that after three hours, only five of the 81 fighters are going to be left. And I think that 81 is a bullshit number, because it feels like there's a whole lot more Shandorians. Yeah, I feel like I saw, like, a lot of them in different scenes, and even the, um... The god, the divine warriors. Mm-hmm. Those guys. There's there, explicitly fifty of them. There, there is, but like, there, like a couple of frames of just like a bunch of them getting their asses kicked, and it's just like, okay, like, well, probably counting up all of them that I've seen so far, they're probably gonna be like maybe more in the sixties or seventies. Maybe Enel is just counting the people who still were up at that point. So the Shandorian warriors end up getting caught inside Shura's ordeal of string, except for Wiper, who held back. He tricks Shura into coming in close and then uses a reject dial, which is a stronger form of the impact dial, which almost destroys Wiper's arm, but it knocks out Shura, and that frees the Shandorians. And, like, Wiper is a... I appreciate that Wiper is kind of a one-note character, but in a way where that's very much a result of his will and determination in his beliefs. I like his hair. Yeah, his hair is cool. And also, I mean, he rides on a skateboard and... uh carries a bazooka in the uh, one piece pirate warriors games it's been disappointing in the past two because the most recent one doesn't even have wiper in it because they kind of focus on the second half of the series specifically but the one before just has wiper as a support character or like a npc who it's just like you have to go and beat up wiper and it's like no let me play as wiper and beat up other people let me <laughs> let me be wiper and beat up Don Krieg. You, you can play as Don Krieg in that one. Uh, the 50 Divine Warriors led by Yama descend onto the battlefield and start battling with axe styles, which they specifically note are not from these Sky Islands. And they start taking down other Shandorians. Uh, one of these warriors tries to fight Luffy, but Luffy just knocks them out before running into Wiper. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to murder you now. Uh, Wiper starts off firing explosive shells at Luffy, who just bounces them off. And so then Wiper's just like, okay, I'm going to switch what my bazooka does. It uses it to make a fucking flamethrower. And Luffy avoids the blast and tries to fight Wiper. And as the fight expands into the forest, Luffy suddenly vanishes in some sort of hole, and Wiper moves on. Oh, Luffy. Uh, Chopper runs through the woods because he is chased and frightened by both the Divine Warriors and the Shandorians who are fighting. And meanwhile, Robin made her way to the ruins and a Divine Warrior disrespects him, so she just snaps his fucking neck. Hooray for Robin. Hooray for preservation of information. I mean, like... I had a feeling, yeah, with everything that she did, especially with Crocodile, that there's blood on her hands too, but 
there's been there's a there's a lot of like death that happens like on screen on, on some of these episodes and it's kind of brutal there's i mean it's war like it is a brutal war some characters are specifically not killed or they will be defined as not being killed later and one of them suffers the most uh what the fuck fate and i will get to that uh in a bit uh brahm runs into zoro and starts shooting at him with uh light guns that both uh have light and also shoot bullets and that threatens to blind zoro putting him on the defensive especially since brahm has shoes that allow him to fly I always forget about the Brom fight because it's kind of insignificant. Like, Zoro just picks up a new move at the end. But it's like, no, Brom is pretty cool. Like, he's got those cool cloud shoes and he's got his cool guns and, uh... Yeah, Zoro... you, could see, you could see a guy like this just kind of, like, just being in another anime, no problem. Mm -hmm. So, Zoro tries to pretend that his goggles are sunglasses to trick into not using the guns and Zoro does not sell it at all which is beautiful it's it's having the fighter try and use a deception role and Brom's like all right well you can just stand down and instead Zoro's just like no I've got a new technique the single sword style 36 caliber phoenix where he just swings a single sword with enough force and that knocks Brom out And it, it's like, sure, Zoro. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh. Uh, Eno then descends down to the going Mary, knocking out Sanji before we even really see anything. Usopp tries to scare him off with lies and gets knocked out too. And Eno's just like, hey, Ganfal, I came to tell you that your former divine warriors are being freed since their work is done. I'm going to go to the Gold City once I win this survival game. That's my impression of the American uh, email voice. It's kind of smarmy. Ah. I've been watching it subbed. I know. Uh, and uh, Ginbo, meanwhile, runs into Yama. Uh, Ginbo is using iron cannonballs. Which they make a note that it's like, oh yeah, I guess nobody in Skypea knows what metal is. And uh, Yama is able to knock these cannonballs back into Ginbo. And then just smashes him with the full force of his big boy body. Which, R.I.P. Ginbo. Uh, Chopper then wanders into the ruins. And Gidatsu can't see him because his eyes are rolled into the back of his head. Uh, when he fixes his eyes, because he gets reminded, he tracks down Chopper. But he routinely just forgets to function as a human. Because, like, he loses complete, like, his full sense of his self. Which is both endearing and horrifying. It is. 
so he starts using his milky dials to fly around and create cloud traps, including the Swamp Cloud Burger. And ends up tossing one of them at his uh, divine warrior who is working with him. Chopper feels bad, saves the warrior, and the warrior's like, all right, well, you saved me, so I'm going to kill Gadatsu. And then instead, Gadatsu just kills the warrior. So Chopper pops a rumble ball, goes on the run, and Gadatsu follows close behind him and smashes him. While Chopper is beaten up by that hit, he refuses to give up, steals one of Gadatsu's boots, throws him off balance, and then hits him. Gadatsu falls into one of his swamp cloud traps upside down, swims through the cloud with a milky dial, and is never seen again in the anime. Oh, wow. Do you want to know what happens to Gidatsu in a story I... that is... There's more? Yes. Sure. Through accident and coincidence, he ends up as a business partner with Goro, who is Koza's uncle, and helps him to open up a hot spring resort. Who is Goro again? Uh, Goro is Koza's uncle, who we have not actually seen in the anime and never seen the anime. Oh, okay. And where is he doing this? Uh, on a uh, island. In the Blue Sea? Yeah. So he just went, like, fucking straight through it? Yeah. Huh. He uh, joins a bunch of uh, other bosses uh, to help set up the hot springs, and then it's just like, oh, hey, here's Koza and uh, Toto. And uh, it turns out that uh, this guy is uh, Toto's brother, which makes him Koza's uncle. And they have now opened a hot spring, and they now have a tunnel that goes through the earth from Alabasta to the hot spring. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and then a bunch of uh, Alabasta characters show up and go there. Well, I'm I'm glad he's living well. I was sure that he just like had Dead. the most unfortunate death ever. <laughs> no. Uh, the names of the four priests are all like representative or representations of different uh, like concepts of uh, like souls and faith and stuff. And Gadatsu is uh, kind of the idea of soul liberation, which doesn't fully follow the character but it is kind of like oh well if his soul is kind of free that explains how he escapes Skypea. huh it's kind of bullshit but it's it's like if i had said that uh gidatsu opens up a hot spring with koza's uncle and then i said april fools i don't think you would have doubted it <laughs> 
One piece has a funny way of just having you never the know. thing happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I really don't. Like, you have said things before that still have not come to pass. But at this point, I can't even think of, <laughs> meaning that I probably have, like, legit forgot about it. And it's still going to be a surprise when it comes up. Apollo with the dodgeball. Exactly. Uh... Nika Robin is surveying the ruins, and that's when Yama finds her and attacks, which damages the ruins, and that angers Robin, and we don't really get a conclusion there. Uh, back on the Going Merry, the twins Hattori and Katori have appeared to avenge Satori, their brother, and Nami and Gonfall are trying to protect their crewmates, but the twins literally just keep attacking their unconscious bodies. And each of them has two different dials, and they work on confusing them. And eventually, they kind of knock them back enough so that Ganfo has Nami get the uh, gauntlet. And using the climb attack and the impact dial that is in Ganfo's gauntlet, she is able to defeat them with Ganfo's help. And Ganfo's like, all right, well, I'm good enough now. I need to find out what happened to my old Divine Squadron. So I'm leaving with Pierre. Nami's like, please don't, and he just flies off. Good times. Yeah. I I do also appreciate that Nami got to kick some ass again. I do too. I mean, she did a very good job of using her head because she's able to understand weather in a way that I don't think exists. I feel like it's very rudimentary uh, understanding. Like, there's other manga where it's like, and thanks to our science consultant for giving us this information. And One Piece doesn't really get that. Uh, so, uh, Isa, meanwhile, the young Shandorian girl, is riding a wafer that breaks down in the middle of the White White Sea. She gets attacked by a skyfish, but that is when Konus and Pagia end up saving her, and she asks them to take her to the upper yard. On the way, they run into the Going Merry, and Pagia reveals that they have made a new path that the Merry can use to escape using a milky dial, and they've also repaired the wafer for Nami. Enel then appears before Kamakiri, and Kamakiri attacks him with a spear that goes straight through Enel's body, electrocuting Kamakiri because Enel is living lightning. Kamakiri keeps trying to attack with no effect, and he's kind of like, oh shit, if Wiper's planning to like sacrifice his body to try and kill him, that's not going to work. But Kamakiri gets struck. That lightning hits the Milky Road, knocking out another 20 people, and we are down to 25 out of the 81 fighters remaining in the survival game, as Enel wonders who will come with him. And Luffy, meanwhile, is lost in a mysterious cave, which he thinks might be the lost city of gold, just because he found a gold necklace. One piece! Yes, he found one piece. <laughs> Oh, God. Fucking Sattery. Uh, so, we have five characters to match this week. So, are you ready, Janique? Sure. Up first, we have Big Ol' Snake Snake. 
Nola, New Orleans, Louisiana. And I have two suggestions for Nola. The first is my Rodrigo style, which is the brain cow when Homer just starts imagining a cow playing the ukulele, just because I think that would make a good head for the snake. Uh, and the other is the uh, pacifier snake, which, uh, Janine, did you uh, heed my warning in uh, the Domance Discord? Yeah. Okay, now you can look at that image that I had spoilered. All right, while I pull that up, you can tell them how they can get to the Discord. Uh, just look on the Twitter and we'll usually link it, or you can message. Ah. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, I see it now. It's from Whacking Day. Uh-huh. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a snake with a pacifier. It's it's a blue snake. I, I enjoy that snake. It's just like, that's that's some good snake energy. That's a good snake. Mm-hmm. Now I... You got some suggestions? I have one suggestion. Uh-huh. And that is Lumpy. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the class snake. Uh, the one that eventually eats Bart? Uh, Millhouse, I think. Was it Bart? Uh... King Atticus had suggested uh, the anaconda that eats Bart. There might be multiple snakes that have eaten people. It's a good visual. Uh, but, oh, what's this? We've got some fan suggestions. Uh, Joe Cheney uh, suggested Jub Jub, who I think we might have used before. Do you believe that we have used them as a dragon? Ah, uh, yeah, Grandpa Ryu. Yes. Fucking Grandpa Ryu. Uh, Magic the Simpsoning suggested the hallucination snake from the uh, Insanity Pepper. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one welder guy suggested Captain Jack, the crocodile that they uh, hit in the Florida episode. And then King Atticus is trying to shoot the moon here with three suggestions. Uh, they suggested Jeremy Jailbird, the anaconda that eats Bart, which might be Lumpy, and then uh, Slithers, which is the snake Smithers from the Harry Potter parody. Uh, let's settle the, uh, lumpy situation. Um, no teacher could be held accountable if the snake, uh, ate Millhouse Van Houten. And, yeah, that was from Wiki Simpsons. Let's see if the Simpsons fandom has any more information. Uh, it also ate Todd and Janie. Hmm. You know, I'm... 
I'm good to go with Lumpy Janine. I think awesome. Lumpy is a good pick. Nice. Uh, I could have argued for Pacifier Snake, but I won't. Uh, up next, we have Shandia Chief, who is not given a name. He does have a weird Skywolf headdress. Who do you have for Shandia Chief? I am trying to get Tribal Chief off our docket. Well, I have three suggestions. My Rodrigo style, it just I needed something, was a actual Dr. Dudley Hirschbach. Actually, wait, is Dudley Hirschbach a doctor doctor? It'd be weird if he did not have a doctorate. Um, early life and education. Okay, uh, yes, he does seem to be a actual doctor, so. Yes, uh, he got his PhD. In 1958. Wow. And he's still kicking. So far, I hope I've not doomed him. Uh, I also had the Snoopy mascot from the OC parody. Okay. And uh, Speedy Yaka Seltzer Grandpa. Which. Uh, was one of the recent ones where I was just taking screen caps and was like, you know, this might be helpful. Uh, it's basically Grandpa in a bedpan, and uh, I was just trying to go for headgear. Mm. So I feel like that's that's the big thing for uh, Shandy Chief, old man, and headgear. So what oh. are your feelings right now? Who do you feel the strongest for amongst your picks? I feel like... Actually, no, I'm, I'm good to use Tribal Chief. Alright, glad to have that one off our hands. High five! Uh, we then have Isa, who's Ace's mother, who doesn't really get much to do beyond be with baby. Uh, my Rodrigo style is just uh, the gender-swapped Homer that we got at the end of the uh, Clockstoppers one. And uh, also I had Crying Baby's mother, the uh, mother who has the baby that inspires Herbert Powell to make the baby translator. Mm. Who do you have, Janine? I went for the ballet teacher voiced by Susan Sarandon that teaches Bart how to ballet in the episode Homer vs. Patty and Selma. Hmm. 
Excuse me. Um, I'm going to argue for Crying Baby's mother here. Because gender swapped homer is just kind of a throwaway, but I feel like ballet teacher may have more important uses at some further point. You going to Uterpile somebody who was just whose only claim to fame was being voiced by Susan Sarandon? But she has a very specific job as a dance teacher and a ballet teacher. And we've already seen someone who fights with ballet kenpo. Okay, got me there. I never saw. I never thought I would live to see the day to see a ballet teacher get uter piled, but I am fine with crying I baby's mean, mother. <laughs> I mean, on the image gallery, one of those images, she is literally just a crying baby's mother. Uh, we then have Hotori and Kotori, and... I I have package deals on both of them, so... Me too! All right! I am excited, Janine! Yeah, 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 yeah! Uh, who do you have? All right, I have, first and foremost, um, Mr. and Mrs. Zorker, which we have seen in the episode, Look Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. Mm-hmm. Mooger's parents. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Repo Man 1 and 2. They were the ones that had um, repoed the sensory deprivation tank that Homer was inside of that took him on a strange journey. Mm-hmm. So, you could have convinced me had we not uh not used freddy boy for our satiry because i had uter as a suggestion there uh my rodrigo style just for a weird pick was uh charlie brown bard and lucy van pelt uh lisa which is literally just a throwaway but i needed a pairing right right uh, the actual ones that I had wanted, and I'd forgotten my initial suggestion for Sotary, apparently, when we actually did that episode, because I was going to suggest John Swartzwelder there. Uh, because he would have made a good pairing with these twins that I have, uh, in my mind, which are the McGuire twins, who you may also know as the obese twins on motorcycles, who make several recurring just gag shots in The Simpsons. Okay. Uh, at one point, I believe Lionel Hutz brings him in as uh, surprise witnesses. That makes sense. I think I know what you mean. In my mind's eye, I, I can almost see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were also apparently wrestlers, because... Tonight I was like, that's who I want to use. I don't actually know anything about the folks who are used in this, but apparently their gravestone has the image of the two of them on motorcycles, and they were wrestlers, so. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I didn't end up seeing them on different wrestlers lists when we had that one wrestler we were looking for. Oh, I didn't know they were wrestlers. Until tonight. They had just become a memetic image. Something losing its initial meaning and reference the longer that time goes on. Like Bugs Bunny eating carrots in the way that he eats carrots. Did you have any other choices, by the way? Or just them? And your Rodrigo style? Oh, just them and my Rodrigo style. Uh... I would be fine going with the Maguire twins, but I personally think that should only count as one. Because? Because you are getting both of them in a packaged character and oh, not like so doing like individual, like, you're not doing like, I want like Hotori as this Maguire twin and Kotori as this Maguire twin. I think that packaging it that way and plus it would tie the board for this episode yeah that's fine with me I'm not going to get persnickety about it I'm just happy that I got a good pick that I cared about on the board and that I saved the ballet teacher (laughs) you gotta save the ballet teacher Janine you know why why is that? Smoochin. Okay. Personally, I'm happy with being able to get my choice of Lumpy go- going through, so... Well, it's, less... the, it's the small joys you could be able to get by finding small part characters from one series and pasting them on the small part characters of another series. True. Well, then. We got Nola as Lumpy Shandaria Chief is next as Tribal Chief. And Isa is a crying baby's mother, and Hotary and Kotria are the Megwire twins. Yeah! Oi! How did you like my bad recap rap? I kind of think that was a piece of crap. I think everybody's going to have to get used to it because that's how we do it from now on. It's, it's, I mean, I, I, I think I'll do it if I feel like No, it. you're going to do it like that every single time. We're going to bend it like the cam. Janine. Yes. If you wish to be, if people wish to witness you Upon the internet, where might they do that? They might be able to do that over at Hive. If anybody is using Hive, if there's a separate app, let me know. And low-key, I'm thinking about maybe getting a Twitter again. Who knows? I still want to stay mentally sane, so I don't really like want to like indulge too deep into it. But, you know, I think I'm in a better spot that I don't like get so in it. Wow, this this part where I get the talk is like getting 
way too long. And I haven't even mentioned yet that you can be able to find me. You can find me at Instagram at Janine is dope. You can also find me at various Luke Care podcast productions that are also dope. And also another word that rhymes with dope. Self. Hope. Grow. Trope. Trope. Trope would have been good, actually, with how what we do with media dance. Oh, also, um, watch this space because uh, more to come later on my own personal projects. Luke, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. I have also started moving from. Gumroad to itch.io, so there's a coltreg.itch.io, and um, yeah, that's kind of it. I am, uh, this should be going up on the 17th, so by the time that the next episode would go up, but not by the time that we recorded it, I will have in the process of getting married it's april's going to be a wild month for me my friends my listeners my parasocial engagement folks so once that's done i am working on setting up the next steps in the luke hair empire but uh that's kind of it for right now uh, shout out to Mike Padden, who is our cover artist. You can find them at P-A-P-P-E-N-P-E-N-D-I-N-G, Patton Pending, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, Domance Dawn. We update every two weeks on Monday mornings, uh, as long as I remember to get the update in. Uh, go to Domance Dawn, which is our uh, website, which is a Tumblr. Please like and share things. Oh, there is a Facebook uh page that i started for the show as well and also we have the discord um that's that's i think it uh if you enjoy the show leave us ratings um yeah i it's 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 late it's been a long day uh i think that's kind of everything next time uh more fighting and let me see what those titles are because I have so many sheets in advance. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, next time we get a cage barbed wire deathmatch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll see you then. Safe sailing. <laughs> Ooh.